This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. Today we're starting a new thing here at Safety Words. We're calling it our weekly safety meeting. We're starting out with weekly safety meeting topic one, Lyme disease. It's near and dear to my heart since I've had direct experience with it three different times in my life. My first experience with it was at track practice in college in the early 1990s. I was at one of the early epicenters of the disease in South Jersey. I graduated from what then was called Stockton State College, now it's Richard Stockton University. In New Jersey speak, it's exit 44 on the Garden State Parkway. I took off my pullover and left it in the grass. After practice, I put it back on. The next day I had an irritation on my stomach. I didn't think too much about it. I didn't think of anything about it really until the following weekend where it had become really irritated and a scab had formed on it. I ended up going to the doctor where they removed a, and I'm using air quotes here, gear tech. Could have been any number of types of tech for my stomach and put me on antibiotics six weeks later when I developed symptoms of Lyme disease. Essentially, what did I have? They were like flu-like symptoms that I couldn't shake, but since they were able to find out I had a deer tick on me, they uh, had determined it was Lyme disease and therefore put me on antibiotics. And it cured it. After two or three courses of antibiotics, I was fine. That's the important thing with Lyme disease. You have to treat it in the beginning. So fast forward a couple years later, and I'm working on a lot of projects in South Jersey. I was doing hazardous waste site work primarily, and I got the disease two more times and was treated for it two more times. Lyme disease is caused by a bacterium called Borrelia burgdorferi, a bacterium carried in the gut of certain ticks. When these ticks attach to the human body, they go in not so pleasant places like the armpits, the groin, the scalp, any hairy and hidden body areas. They slowly feed and within 36 to 48 hours, they may transmit the bacteria into their human host. Young ticks are especially abundant and are seeking hosts in late spring and early summer, although adult ticks can transmit the infection as well. This infection is in most of the lower 48 states. So what are the symptoms? Half of the time, a classic bullseye rash around the bite area shows up days or weeks after the bite. Other signs and symptoms may be nonspecific and similar to flu symptoms. Fever, lymph node swelling, neck stiffness, generalized fatigue, headaches, migrating joint aches, and muscle aches. Basically, you just feel off and it will not go away. Diagnosis, like in my case, is based on the history of known exposure, in my case a tick bite, and the development of clinical signs and symptoms from blood testing providing valuable, supportive information. Most cases of Lyme disease can be successfully treated with antibiotics. It is very important that Lyme disease be diagnosed and treated early in the illness, since untreated Lyme disease may result in symptoms. For example, arthritis, muscle pain, heart disease, brain and nerve disorders, these can be severe and disabling. I've also read a couple of cases where this illness was misdiagnosed as something else. So, what do you do about it? 
Let's apply our hierarchy of controls. Avoid tick habitats, but I don't think that's going to really be possible, so you are going to go down into PPE and administrative controls probably right off the bat. So, number one, wear light-colored clothing so it's easier to see ticks. Wearing long-sleeved shirts, tucking pant legs into socks or boots uh, delays the ticks from attaching to the skin. Number two, wear high boots or closed shoes covering the entire foot. Wear a hat, number three. Number four, use appropriate insect repellents. What you're able to tolerate. There's all different types of insect repellents out there. Showering and washing, drying clothes at high temperatures after outdoor exposure. To try to get rid of the ticks and to kill them. And my favorite, do a careful body check for ticks. Prompt removal with tweezers and skin cleansing with antiseptic. Let's say you're in the workplace. If there's a tick removal, Probably a medical evaluation documentation is appropriate, as well as training your workforce in the signs and symptoms of this illness. If it can be linked back to a workplace exposure, then it definitely is a workplace recordable injury and needs to be go on that OSHA 300 lot. If you need more information on Lyme disease, please visit the Centers for Disease Control website or other legitimate medical source. I don't think this illness is going away after 30 years but it can be successfully treated and cured, especially if you address it as early as possible. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.